All right, guys. All right. So <clears throat> the time was a bit off for me. Um, I didn't even know. First of all, I didn't know that they were going to have a double episode, so to speak. So hello, hello, Dave. I didn't know they were going to have a double episode. So that's why my time is 930. I'm like, I didn't even know. And then somebody put it in my comments on the space saying, hey, the post I posted earlier. So let's get into it. I'm trying to remember everything. It was like two hours. I just could not watch it drinking. I was like, oh, God. Hope I remember everything. I should take notes like I normally do, but I was just so, I was just so, hey, how you doing, baby? Welcome, welcome. I was so into the episode that I did not take notes. So if you want to hit the link, because <laughs> your girl been drinking, and I enjoyed it. I was into it, baby. Especially the second episode, right? The preview, everything. And we're going to get into that, too, because we did see the preview of the anticipated, the missionaries, the, you know, the things, the things. We saw the first one where it was Jordan. Anyway, the first episode to me mainly was about, <clears throat> how you doing, uh, Miguel? The first episode, if you want to hit the link, Miguel, hit the link now. Go ahead, baby. Uh, I feel like that the first episode to me was mainly about trying to get Raven out the house. And in my opinion, and this whole burn vote situation, you know, the girls are smart. Now, never in challenge history do you see the girls collectively, like the whole girls get together and make these moves. Like in this new, I call it the kid, the new vets in training. It's interesting to see how they're moving, especially how they move in the competition. Now, Michelle, to me, I know they don't consider Michelle to be a vet, <clears throat> but I kind of feel like she is kind of like more experienced than a lot of the people that's there. So when they had that freaking that whole competition and she had the headphones on, they were talking about her yelling and stuff, you could say she was yelling, but that shit was organized. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I need you to back up. I need you to go right, left. I need you to go over here. What, what's the note saying? What you got? Uh, even when they was having a problem, was Colin was, I mean, you know, Colin killed her the first two. But when Colin was having issues, she was like, uh, Colin, do we need to change out? Is there a problem? She was running it like a weld or a machine, like she was a manager. I felt like she was running it. I was like, okay, this is what the fuck it is. But I love how Michelle is in her element here. If, if people are paying attention, when Michelle was in the other challenges, people said, why is she struggling? Because she did so good in <clears throat> Survivor or whatever. I mean, I don't know. But she was Survivor, right? Anyway, so, and people said she's, and she has been failing on the challenge. But you see, she's freaking doing an awesome job here on Channel 39. Because the, the, the other feels kind of, it's, it's the, you know, it's, it's leveled. The, the people who were in the challenge, the vet, she couldn't compete with that. But here, I feel like she's a little more experienced. So, and, and I just feel like she's kind of fitting in and she's finding her way. Like, I like it. I really, really do. I like the role that Olivia is playing. Olivia is coming through and she's doing Olivia, but at the same time, she's being smart. She's not being all loud and limelight, but she's making sure she's a part of the, of the important uh, conversations. So, I really am liking the way the women are moving. To be fair, the women are moving. Um, strategically I feel like right so with the first one again I feel like it was really a whole lot about um getting Raven out the house now you see that was cute and all but we've had enough of your spaces in the challenge stop ruining the challenge we don't need to hear your business and nobody
and don't mute me. You're bald. Please shut this down. Ooh, who is that? <laughs> First of all, oh my God, bitch. I don't know who the fuck you are. I am so excited that you took the time to come into my space and talk shit. First of all, bitch, when you address me, make sure you address me correctly. I am the motherfucking queen. The queen of the reality TV. What it is. Did you thought you would intimidate me because you came and motherfucking said that shit? Bitch, get the fuck up out of here. You're trash. And you're a loser. Who you thought you were fucking fooling with? Bitch, I dragged people for free. You're nothing to me. Oh my God, a minion. Actually, a fan. Hello, a fan came in here and decided to get dragged by the queen. Bitch, you're blocked every move. Fuck you, goodbye. For those who, who are here that are new, I'd rather not do those type of things. But honestly, in my kingdom that I am in, a lot of people on the challenge are super haters. I realize that. But I eat that shit for breakfast. I don't care. I'm a blogger. I do commentary. I start doing spaces when I'm doing Big Brother. And I love it so much. The last season, when I did the Twitter space, I had ended a whole fucking cast. Everybody remembers that. Cinco, who was also on her channel, was co-hosting with me. People hated me. It is not my fault. I know how to network and talk and interview. Y'all see me on Twitter. Check out my YouTube channel. I have interviewed after cast from Big Brother to the channel. Uh, fuck? I'm sorry. Damn, I hate that shit. Ugh. Anyway, what's up, Miguel? For those of you, I'm sorry. I don't know They came here and I didn't know who it was, baby. On the what, third episode? I mean, damn. Oh, don't apologize. What did they do? They came into your space playing the talk show. Don't apologize for them. But let me let me let me get it back because I don't even forgot. Oh, Miguel, you there? Go ahead, Miguel. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just saying, don't apologize for them. They came into your space, so they they get the dragon at a lot of time. Um, I can't say much right now because I'm at the gym, but I just wanted to say hi and just wanted to listen to you kind of do the episode. So that's all I have to say. Well, I appreciate you, baby. And whenever you come into my space, all you gotta do is hit request. You automatically are gonna come up here because you come to my uh, channel space every time. So just automatically hit request. You know what I'm saying? So, for those who hate on Facebook, that's probably who that is. That is so cute to me. Just so y'all know, keep them coming because you better ask around. Community reviews don't that stuff don't. And this is recorded and will be in my podcast. So you can listen to replay of how you were dragged. Over and over again. Ah! Okay. Ugh. So anyway, first episode to me, I don't know why. They, first of all, I don't know why they put two episodes together. Let's talk about that. I don't know why they put two episodes together. But again, I'm gonna say from the first episode, I will say it was mostly about talking to Raven out. But when Raven called Juju to the platform, baby, you know everybody was like because she's such a sweet sweet person you know everybody was like oh whatever but i'm saying myself y'all saying ah and ooh but if they would have called your ass hold on wait a minute okay i know who you are okay if they would have called 
uh, your behind to the to the platform to go in with Raven, y'all would have been super upset. You understand what I'm saying? So I felt like with Raven, she dug her own grave with the. I, mean, I don't say grave. She dug her own hole with the situation. I still don't know why she said what she said to the other side to the boys, Chauncey, all of that. I don't know why she was doing that. It was the only second episode, so she'd be going with the house and just a bunch of things. And so here's what it is. But I know how Raven played from the other last season. Raven don't play. Look at her arms. Her arms are actually bigger this season than they were last season. Like she is strong as hell. What is going on, Jay? What you gotta say, baby? Oh, I'm saying I'm waiting till you get to the part where um, burn the spite. That's what I'm waiting for. Once you talk about that, then I have some stuff I want to say about that. So the the burn a fight, yes. Well, <sighs> that was the highlight of the first episode, and I'm gonna end it with that before we move to the second episode. This is what I'm gonna say about the burner fight. I thought the burner fight was like it's like somebody told them in their ear, each person, "Hey, did you know that so and so said this? Hey, did you know that so and so said that?" And what that does is causes a fight. Anybody that hears about somebody, about somebody else, they forget to it. So as they face each other off, I'm like, who who started this fight? It just seemed like not real to me. I don't know. What you got to say about it, Day? I feel like, but Berna feeling like she was being bullied. I feel like the language barrier is what made the argument really happen. Because because Berna was trying to tell her that she felt like she was being bullied, but she called her a bully. Which is really offended at Melissa, and all that. And also, apparently, Big T and um, Raven posted on Twitter that the reason why Big T and Melissa were like looking away or whatever was because um, Bear was arguing about when the Reese about water being splashed on her. What do you got, what do you think about that though? To me, a lot a lot of the stuff that was happening. With the looks and the smiles, it's kind of crazy. Look, I know we don't get to see all the scenes. I understand what you're saying about the splash of water. But but, but even with the whole bully thing, because the fact that when she was dancing, when they were at the pool and all that stuff, to me, I was like, girl, you don't know what they were laughing at. And I've been um, that person before when I've been somewhere and people were, you know, in my, in my younger days, were around me in a group. And I might have been doing something and I wasn't like close to them to see what they were looking at or whatever. And they were laughing and talking and you make the assumption, oh, you're laughing at me, but they're not, you don't know. So then you act crazy, look crazy when you're like, oh, you laughing at me, girl, you know, but I give her in a position. I saw looking at her burn. I was like, don't react. And so you use the word like bully. Bully is a heavy word. Her language, you know, as far as her speaking English, she's gotten a lot better. But she struggles with it. So to, when you're trying to, imagine being like, you know, we're, we were in school and, you know, you're learning basic English and repetition, whatever. For us, we're learning that we're still struggling. Let's be real, school. So imagine being an adult learning a whole new language and still having a rough time. So I get it. We're her saying a bully, but I also get Melissa's position. Melissa talks about her youth and how she was bullied. So that word is heavy to her. It's a heavy meaning to her. I just think 
when Bernard did it. Maybe she should have did it with just the two of them. Because you know when people are around you, you want to do a show. Sometimes you give people a show because like more than one person there. So I think, and I'm just, I'm not saying it's bad because Melissa, but, and then you drink and then you hype, everybody hyped around you in a circle. You know what I'm saying? Then when she walks with two and starts saying, hey, I feel bullied, da, da, da. She's like, what? Da, da, da. You know, that's just, a, I'm just imagining that's a, a, a reaction. So I just think that maybe if the conversation was daytime, chill, calmer heads, intimate, maybe the three of them talking, done a body around, I think it would have went a different direction. I firmly believe that. I really, really do. I don't think it would have went as far as it did. But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? They took it as far as it did, whatever. Um, I like the fact that they met up in the end. But I said, look, Berna said, I'm going to go say I'm sorry. I mean, not Berna. Uh, Melissa said, I'm going to go say I'm sorry. Because, you know, it's a girl's day and thing. <laughs> I was like, I should have been there saying, girl, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I was tripping. But I think Melissa was also being real. And the reasons behind it, why she was actually saying, you know what I'm saying, that she was sorry. Because, I mean... She was reacting on stuff that happened in her youth, and she did admit that. So, I don't know. I, I, I thought Melissa handled it. She handled it very well. And Juju got her ass ate up. Okay. Raven got the opportunity to show to everybody, oh, you can put me in, but uh, I'm going to come back. That's what kind of what Raven was saying. And at the same time, Raven needs to learn how to play and be quiet. And so when she were came, when she came back and gave everybody a hug, I'd have been saying, "Oh, I'm gonna give you guys a hug. You sound cool now, but mind you, I forget nothing. Y'all threw me in. <laughs> I ain't gonna forget. What's up, Miguel? What you got? Uh, I want to know what you think of uh, Forsyth Girls, man. Cool, What do you think of her? Because she's been eliminated early three seasons now. I ain't never seen Argentina, but from world champion from Berg. She just seemed, I don't know. I just, I, I could live without her in the challenge for future season, breakingly. Yeah. Now, who'd you say? He said, who'd you say? I know you're in the gym. Uh, what do you feel about Sofui or the Argentina girl that just got home? Oh, to be honest, uh, okay, I feel like that she's the nice girl, but I will say this that doesn't mean anything because when I saw her getting down, she was getting down. I think a lot of Juju's problem was it was just a language barrier. You know, Horatio, he had me weak. He would be like, Juju, because he'd be getting frustrated because he'd be telling Juju, like, because she got, when she, when she, when she got the first round, you know, because it took a lot of work to get the first round. So when she got the first round, she was exhausted. And I think, in my opinion, I felt like Horatio saw, himself. Because people were trying to say it's romantic. No, he's with, you know, uh, he's with the Nuri or whatever. whatever. But uh, I think he saw himself in Juju. Especially the way he went home, you know, the, the last challenge. And so, I was just dying every time he was like, Juju, Juju! He was speaking Spanish. Uh, uh, um, well, I know some Spanish. I mean, I know a lot of Spanish, but I can't because I'm, like, being silly, but he was, like, trying to tell her, like, abajo, and, you know, he was just, like, and they were just talking, and it just seemed like she was, she was so focused, and she was into it, and she was doing it. It was really good, and I felt really, really bad for her, because she was grinding, 
But I felt like Raven was lost and Juju was getting it and she couldn't even barely understand language. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, I feel like Raven's problem is that she's is that she does not have like set allies. Like nobody knows who she's truly aligned with because she's trying to play both sides so bad and they all know that she what she's trying to do. Okay, this is true, but Raven is to me is gonna be the one that when the girls get down to the numbers and they wanna throw somebody in, it's gonna be Raven every time. Unless she builds a social whatever, most of the time in these shows, the way the narrative starts in the first couple of episodes is how it's gonna go for the rest of the episodes. They're gonna give a chance, they're gonna throw her in every time. Either it's gonna be, oh, I can't trust her, or it's gonna be the other one of, oh, she's so strong, did you see how she was in the first elimination? You know, it's gonna be a lot of those. Now, mind you, this is all a new point because this is stages. As we still haven't hit zero yet. <laughs> Baby, that talk, that clock is ticking. Okay, it's going fast, right? So anyway, let's go ahead and go to the second episode, which maybe the second episode had a lot going on. First of all, it is a coming out party for Big T. I thought that was awesome how they did it. And I'm, I'm not jumping to the end of the thing. I just wanted to say that was really kind of a lot of the theme of it too. Um, <laughs> we got to see James get angry for two seconds. I said, James turned to the Hulk crew. If I get put in elimination, I'm going to tell Hulk. I was like, what? What is going on? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. See, sometimes you don't know how people are going to be until they get nominated, I'm telling you. But um, I... Oh, go ahead, Miguel. Go ahead, Miguel. Sorry. I was just going to say it was funny. Him getting mad, saying that he was going to do something when we just saw him last week get gassed out over running back and forth just to cut some lights in the tunnel. I know. I forgot he was on a struggle bus last week. So I'm like, man, you're doing a whole lot. So uh, part two to me, I guess you can look at like it was like I was yelling at the screen. One thing I was frustrated about is Huey when he got nominated. I was like, why are we even like, I don't know. I, I felt like it was a lot of chaos involved with this. Miguel, how did you feel about the second episode? This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. With the challenge. <clears throat> oh, in regards to the challenge, I liked it. It was it was interesting. I was hoping for Maurice. I was like, Maurice, come on, baby. Big deep. Come on, you can swim. I thought they were gonna lose points because of that because I I didn't understand the rules. I thought you weren't supposed to help someone pick up a puzzle piece, so I thought they were gonna I thought they were gonna lose money because of that and that Maurice was gonna have a target on her back, but I guess it didn't. But I liked it. It was a lot of piling, which I enjoyed. And um, can't wait to get to that part. Exactly. So, yes, I was extremely frustrated with Nuri. You called that part extremely well. I was like, this girl is getting on my nerve. Every time she, every time she acted like she was about to go, oh, no, I'm sorry, every time she went down and then she came back up i'm like what are you doing you already she literally was right there and one of the girls big was olivia and no one even paid attention to maybe she kept to herself when olivia went under the water 
she used the yellow rope to pull up somewhere. No, she went down, but she didn't go as far as down as everybody else because what she did, she took the rope and she was smart. And then she started pulling the the puzzle piece up. I thought that was super, super smart. And every time Nuri kept on, I was like, girl, bye. You went through all that stuff in the first episode and you gonna sit there and just look. I was like, oh. I love when Big T was like, look, <laughs> Big T had one moment when she couldn't go down. And she said, uh-uh, baby. But Melissa, to me, I was proud of her because Melissa was right there with her, like struggling, having failed one. And she said, you know, I get what she was saying. I don't know if it was a mom and me. I feel like I got to take myself because she was scared. She was going to be in the bottom. I don't know, but she was smart. She said, fuck that. Melissa <laughs> got down there and got that puzzle piece. So I did, I enjoyed seeing those moments because I'm not going to lie. Because the camera goes down with the uh, cast members. It does look pretty steep down there. Like, just being transparent. And they have to go all the way down there. Hold your breath. Because everybody has that fear. If you get all the way down there, can I hold my breath to come all the way up? And that's everybody's fear. And it's the actual fear. So I was like, I get why she didn't want to do it. The water challenges to me... If I actually had to go on the challenge, even if I had got myself in shape, whatever. I already know that the height and the water ones I would struggle with. I would. Because having to go deep like that, I already know I would struggle with that shit, child. It would be a mess. So what did you think about the... I know I know you said uh, with the water thing, um, Miguel, you get it. But I was confused also with the rules. I will say that. I didn't understand the rules. But... Let's go ahead and get to the actual time when they did have to go to the pit. And they after Huey was nominated. And I think Huey nominated Kylan. And I'm going to be saying this right here live while it's recorded. I think he nominated him only because he thought he was going to be able to beat him. And that's my opinion on that. Miguel, how do you feel? Do you think the same or do you think different? I think it could be either or. I felt like... I. I kind of understood his reasoning that he didn't have connections this time, but he also didn't have connections with a lot of people in that game. He hadn't played a lot with a lot of people in this game, so I don't know. I, I don't I don't see why he thought he could beat Kylan. Kylan's one of the strongest players in the house, so I don't know. That, that was just my own bomb. I agree. They say they, they think that Huey is, you know, fitting all these things, but and I think Huey has done, I've seen him do some stuff. But this season, I really didn't see much. Maybe he didn't get the opportunity. So when Kylie was in there, I was getting frustrated. I was getting mad. Because I was like, why are they showing? No shade. They showed Huey almost that whole challenge. I don't give a damn what nobody say. I was like, I know they were showing like the updates of where they were in points. But I was like, okay, where's Kylie? Is Kylie even there? They kept showing Huey. They kept showing Huey. I was like, where is Kylan? I was like yelling at the screen, watching it on my iPad. Finally, when they would show him, um, he was doing an awesome job. And it seemed like, I said, why at this part? He did damn near perfect. Once he figured out his rhythm, he had it perfect until the last two. I said, why? I literally questioned that. Because I'm trying to figure out why is it this fool gets down to the last two slots. Then the panic sets in. Yeah, what do you I, think? I, I feel that. I feel like because he was so close to winning that he probably was like getting a little bit nervous. I feel like he probably 
was like, okay, I, I can win this, but he might have gotten to his head a little bit. Thankfully, he got over that, but yeah, there was a moment where I was like, okay, what, what's with the failed attempts? You got this rhythm, Dad. Please hurry up and finish. I was like so frustrated. I was like, if you don't hurry, then he'll love Kyler. So when he finally, when I knew he had it once one of the balls went in before the last one, because I kept on saying, well, damn, if you're going to just stand there, Kyler, and just watch Huey, you know, catch up with it, then we'll go ahead and do that. Because I was like, you know, like, what are we doing here? Every time the ball would hit the side, dang, I was like, oh, my God. Kyler, if you don't get that, get it. I'm just saying People are going to be like, uh, it's a TV show. Because I'm sitting here, like, screaming at the TV and making all kind of no noises that I've never said before. You know, just <laughs> like Colin and some gerberish came after. I don't know what I even said. So anyway, obviously, Colin won. Um, it was just, it was a wonderful, when he won, I was so happy for him. I don't know. Um, he seemed so elated. Um, he obviously made strategic plans that I gotta touch base with everybody and get my plans together because they so easily put me in here. I'm gonna be doing something wrong. I'll think the same exact way. If somebody puts me in the pit so early in the game, I would question my place, my place socially with the rest of the cast because so far in this stage, they are playing together, they're not separate. If you're playing together, your social game should be A1 because you guys are collectively playing. It's not like different teams. It's not like individual games. And what a lot of them been doing is playing individual games and small alliances, and they're getting caught up, like being thrown in the pit and all these things. So let's go ahead and we're going to end this up with talking about Jordan coming to uh, – yes. See, so first of all, Jordan is one of my favorites. I freaking love me some Jordan. Let me tell you, if I interview him, I probably will faint. That's how I felt when I when I uh, interviewed Devin. When I interviewed him, I was the whole time thinking to myself, I'm interviewing Devin. Well, well, <laughs> that's how I felt. So the interview uh him is one of my dreams, long time bananas. But anyway, let's not, let's not talk about me. Uh <laughs> Seeing him coming in, because I knew they were going to bring in CT first. I, you know, I thought they were at first because in like the preview, not preview, but kind of they were showing the pictures of that big old ball and chain, which is going to be CT. So I was saying to myself, is CT going to be first? Now nah, they're going to say CT for last. I already know he's the, you know, piece of resistance. So they're going to save for last. They're not going to have him in the beginning. But even though the ones I want, we already know Kyra and Maria are going to be one of them. You know, I I, I had called out the first episode. I mean, the first space, who are gonna be there? But CT's my favorite. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna keep it 100. percent People was like, why didn't they have bananas? They didn't have bananas because bananas, even though he's a champion, he's still like he's still in the mix of it. Like a lot of these people who they're bringing back, really, you know, Jordan won, but it was like what, you know, he won, you know, so so back. He'll take a break in between. Banana will do a 39, Banana will do something else. He only got something going on. So a lot of these vets take a break, Banana do not. He's on the show right now. So I think that Jordan coming back is going to be good, and I don't see anybody beating them, especially if he's motivated that I ain't got to come. Look, they don't have to come into the house. 
They ain't got to deal with the bullshit. All they got to do is come and beat whatever, I guess, I don't know how the rules go if they lose or something. Whoever maybe is the, um, if the house decides that person goes down, then you go against the vet to stay in the house. And if you lose, they take the 10000 or whatever it is. And I ain't got to deal with the ins and outs of the house or the daily challenges. Oh, please. I'm coming in to give 10,000%. Send you home and take your money and go home. Period. I really like that. I would, I, please. So I don't know who's going to go against Jordan, but I'm, I'm just being honest. I don't see anybody in that house that can beat him. And, I, and I'm not being really fair about this because Jordan not only plays strategically and smart, physically is a beast. People say, oh, he's little in his hand. That means nothing. His physical, how far he pushes his body is insane. And this is one event he's doing. One. Please. This is going to be, it's going to be good. I swear to God, I'll fight tooth and nail to make sure I I won or, or, you know, did the best in the challenge so I will not go in the pits. They making it very tough on the kids, but I like it. Because as I stated a hundred times, in the history of the challenge, the vets, Them become their history of becoming veterans is rough when they was like the rookies and things. They had to take a lot of slings and arrows. And a lot of these new up and coming vets, they don't have to do it. So I like how the challenge is kind of like we're gonna put you in school for a second and then you get your stripes or whatever. But even after this, they won't have their stripes. But if you be a challenge vet, that's enough. That's it. That's all you need. Because some of the vets that are vets now only became a vet because they took out a challenge. And I know, I'm sorry, took out a vet themselves. Some of the vets that we see now that we call the icons and things, they took out when they was a rookie at one time. I can't remember who it was exactly. Took out a vet. And after that, they was known as a veteran. So that's, that's why... The MTV is smart. It's a quicker way. If you take out a vet and you're a rookie, you're automatically accumulated as a veteran. Horatio is the only one that trained with Jordan. Jordan felt like Horatio was like him. He gave him a lot of training when they were together at one point in time and the other. So, you know, Horatio to me is close. But still, He's too green. So, anyway, y'all, that's all I got. That's the end of it. That's the preview. I mean, I didn't get to the preview, but they did show a preview of the vets who I wanted to talk about. So, I'm um, talking about the fight, the first part, two hours. It was some good stuff. Y'all, this will be on podcast if you talked on the space. Miguel, thank you. Dave, thank you. It will be on podcast tomorrow. You can hear yourself. And you can share the link to everybody to hear. And it will be on Anchor. It will be on uh, Apple and Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, and so on and so on. So thank you guys for coming in. I apologize for the riff raff and trash 
that came in. I understand my history. I'm a blogger that's known. But the Twitter, I mean, but the challenge thing is weird. Because I did the challenge last year. It was popping. It was hot. I used to have 30, 50, 60 people in my chat. And I had challengers in my chat. It was crazy. Fans got mad at that, bro. I still don't understand why. Fans got mad. Then, when I had the spaces where Michelle came into my chat, got into it with Cinco, said some stuff to me, and Jay came into my chat, Olivia was here. I built relations with them. People was pissed and started saying all the spoilers is in her spaces. So when the reunion came on, they couldn't say anything. I was like, the reunion said a lot. They didn't say shit in my space. They did, but not like, go ahead, Miguel. Yeah, like they just said it. They just want the drama to be in the reunion. But the thing is, it's like, it's pro- this is probably was resolved even before they probably went into your space. They're even done. Like, a lot of the stuff that they built with in this season, it takes a long time to build a reunion. So it all gets resolved. So I don't know why people get upset about that. They should be happy about it because, you know, it's free entertainment that you can listen to online. You know, it's juicy stuff that you don't have to wait and see. You can listen to it right after the episode airs because people's feelings are more brought up into the show because after watching the episode. So people shouldn't complain. And you shouldn't be ashamed of those faces. I, I thoroughly enjoyed them. I was there last year. I saw a lot of those faces. I was in a train. It was really happy to see you. Uh, associate yourself and converse with the rest of the class and I really hope I would like to see I know this is probably too big but I would like to see you post a challenge for you and that would be fun I feel like you would get her and challenge after that show on the podcast or something that would be really fun that is my dream baby that is my dream you said it out loud and maybe it was it, no not maybe it will shall be I would love to do that. I would love to host a reunion do these things. This is something that I aspire to do. I've been doing commentary on reality. A black woman doing commentary on like the challenge for years. I didn't start doing it. I just loved the show. I thought it was different compared to a lot of shows that's out there. And it still is different. And there's a lot of, you know, copycats out there. So people have hated on that. Well, this is my first time. I won't say that. People have not hated. I've had like people who supported me. Um, but I, you know, I get more views from the Big Brothers and the other things I do. But the challenge spaces—I've never understood where the hate came from. A lot of love, but a lot of hate. So I don't know. And the challenge community is different from Big Brother. It's really different. And so they may—they've gotten together. And the crazy thing about it is, that's weird for me. The challenge community—they are everywhere. I went into a space and started talking. Somebody jumped in the space and said, "Are you doing are you doing spaces about challenges again? Are we gonna tell all spoilers?" I'm like, "What the fuck? I, I swear to God!" And that was last season. And I'm like, "How? Where is this information as that I can see that you guys are saying that my challenge spaces last season told spoilers before the reunion?" There was a little bit of tea that was spilled, but to me, it wasn't enough to go ooh and awing about it. I didn't see none of my stuff in like a challenge, uh, whatever, tea spots, whatever you call them. You know, I didn't see any of that. I didn't think it was like it was so spicy, so hot. 
those videos are actually up and my podcast is still up. You can go to my podcast and find those old child's faces where all the cast is on there and everything. It was a really popular space, no lies. And they're still on podcasts. You don't listen to them. And I don't think they said anything that was so heavy. Because when you watch the reunion that season and listen to my spaces, the reunion is way crazy because that was a crazy season. Like I said, a few things, and I, I, uh, Miguel said he was there. There was a few things spilled. You know what I'm saying? They was like, oh, I didn't know that. But it was stuff they would say on their Instagram live. You know how they go live and say, oh, y'all didn't see this in the scene. It was stuff like that. And I just never understood where the hate came from. And for that person to come in just now and say that in my space, like, who are y'all? Is it a collective or one person? And where are y'all? But I'm going to say this again, because this is recorded, and you guys are listening. Bring it. I love the smoke. I eat it up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I ain't scurr. Baby, I am in Texas. So again, we can do this. I'm a challenge vet fan and blogger. You can't touch me. So stop. Anyway. Y'all, thank y'all for joining Antoinette. Thank you, Miguel. And I don't want to say, is it, I think it says BB Lover. Oh, BB Lover. Okay. Thank you for coming through and joining the space. I appreciate y'all. I'll be back 